Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Let's go. It is Friday night. You guys could be anywhere. You guys could be doing things with your family, friends, having drinks, but you have decided to share your time with me. I'll make sure I don't waste your time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition. Let's have some fun. I'm your host, Rico. This is the Rico Report. Let's get busy. We got a big game. Big game coming up this Monday night versus, you know what I'm saying? The, the new rivalry is looking like it. I mean, the freaking... The freaking Titans have become a thorn in our side. <laughs> if we don't, we don't want to admit it, but that's just what it is, right? We're two and two the last four years. They've had the best of us the last two. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a uh, unfortunate beatdown in that COVID year where it was just all sorts of just mess, COVID and all, and they were affected too. But we just did not come to play that game. We didn't come to play, and we were missing some key players. As they were as well, right? We got beat. Then last year, they come in. We put some points on. They put points on, but it came down to one play. And sometimes that's what it is. One play, one moment, one missed execution, and voila. We're down to the Titans and we lose. So we have an opportunity to pay them back. And sometimes payback is good. Sometimes payback feels so damn good, right? You work hard. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you have an older brother or your dad or whoever, and they, you know what I'm saying? They've had the best of you for quite some time. Or, you know what, better yet, a team, the rival, the, the, the rival high school that's just, just had your number, and you've worked hard, you've put the homework together, and now you come on and you put a game plan and you execute. That's what needs to happen this game. We need to really buckle down and execute. Because we've missed on execution is what it comes down to. We missed on execution. And I, I'm, I'm optimistic that this is one of those weekends that will fall into our favor. It just feels good. It just feels good. And I don't, I don't, I don't even want to even imagine even the possibility of, of taking another L to the Titans. I just can't because I talked a lot of shit on Tennessee Titans weekly podcast the last well last night for sure and a couple nights when they were on with the Bills right talked a lot of shit that's the fun part of being you know what I mean content creators you get to go against other content creators and if you have enough of a friendship with them you can you can use you can have that competition that like the competitive banter and that's that's what I've done I've talked a good bunch a good amount of shit with some evidence to back it up obviously and now they just need out to they need to go out there and handle business. That's exactly what they need. They need to go out, go out and handle business. Now, that being said, um, we'll get there. We will we'll 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 have to we'll definitely, you know, I mean, put the nail in the coffin and, and just keep on rolling because this is where the revenge tour begins. 
the revenge tour begins with the Titans. We we have we have payback to give them. Right, we got to give them that extra cold dish right on their freaking front doorstep. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And what what's even better is now they're coming to our doorstep, so we get to prepare the meal and hand it to them and send them on the way back to freaking Tennessee. It'd be lovely for that to happen. And I've I've written a big check. <laughs> you know, let me cash that bitch. Let me cash that bitch because you know I'm gonna come out with that big. I'm gonna make sure I come out with that big written check. You know that one where they come out your doorstep with some balloons and all that stuff. I want to be able to get this victory, walk over to Titans fans and just here's your big check, baby. Here's the check. We whooped your ass. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. But we ain't playing. We watching. We're spectators, right? But we we love our team so damn much. We want the best for them. So uh, it is it is gonna be nice. But Onto more, onto the matter for these Bills, man. We really have to handle these Titans. They've they've had our number. They've had our number. They they're very well coached, extremely well coached, and they're physical. And that's one thing that stands out that we must be. We've got to we've got to match their physical ability. We can't come out there, you know, what I'm saying playing soft football. Can't happen. It cannot happen, folks. And we need to we need to make sure that you I mean the leaders on this squad, the new additions on the squad, bring that. They bring that energy, they bring that physicality. So there, there's a trend. We need to trend that way. We brought the physicality to the Rams last week. In my opinion, I thought we were the more physical team. We imposed our will all over the Rams. Now, maybe they were all in the hype. On the hype on their Super Bowl, we, you know what I'm saying, unveiling and all that stuff and getting the rings. Maybe the hype was too much for them. I have no idea. Right. The point is this we came out and we put, we put the beat, we, we beat the brakes off of them. Let's, let's keep it a buck. We beat the brakes off of them. So hopefully that momentum comes in with us. Hopefully that momentum comes in with us. Now, go on. I mean, let's recap though. Let's recap. Let's go back to that last, the last game that we played against them, right? 34 31. Obviously, we lost in the last few minutes of the game. But looking at what the, how we trended that game, it wasn't good, right? I mean, Allen is going to be Allen, right? Three touchdown passes, three over 300 yards. He's going to be Allen. He's going to do what he does. And I love that about what Allen does. We know what Allen is coming. We know. Now, before I get into what the recap of last game and what we need to do to kind of combat that, I got to get the super chat from uh, Dearly. You know what I'm saying? A beloved Titans fan. What up, Billy Scott? Billy Scott has been uh, one of, uh, actually, he's been a subscriber for some time. He's a Titans fan, but he's been showing mad love. And I got to, I got to, and I appreciate that super chat, my G. I really do. Uh, Billy Scott comes in and says, yo, Rico, the Titans are coming for you, fam. And that's fact. King Henry will run for 150 yards on your D-line. And that's a fact. Tighten up. Ooh, wee. Those are, see, that's a, that's, that's a hot take right there. 150 yards. I mean, did he have 150 yards last game? I'm trying to think if we had 150 yards. Did we keep him? No, he had 143. He had that big 76-yard run. I remember it. I remember he had a big old run. Until that run, he was pretty much bottled up to under 100 yards. Until with a guy like Henry, you can't, you, 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 you can only contain, you can't stop that man. You just contain him. Make sure you contain him. And how you contain him is by keeping him, keeping him, obviously in pass protection mode instead of running the football, but that's, that's, we're going to get into that, into the show uh, in in some time now, but recapping this, this bills, this bills Titans game from last, because it, there was a lot of things that stood out that 
you don't want to repeat the same freaking mistakes. We really don't. And I'm looking at what Ryan Tannehill did, right? Ryan Tannehill was Ryan Tannehill. He ain't going to bust you for 400 yards. 216 measly yards, but they he made some effective plays. He made some, you know what I'm saying, some first down throws that you're like, oh, it's a gut-wrenching, right? A.J. Brown was a menace. He was their leader. Seven receptions for 91 yards, 13 yards a pop. This dude was just more physical than we were, and that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. They were much more physical. By the way, shout out to my man, Ronald Wrigler. I remembered you, buddy. So I made sure that I brought my ball cap just for you, big fella. <laughs> Ronnie, that's for you, but guy. Anyway, A.J. Brown was the problem. Remember when they brought Julio Jones? We thought Julio Jones was going to, Julio Jones was a non-factor. Three for 59. He had one big, long reception, and that was it. Not worried. And he's not even on the squad anymore. It doesn't matter, right? Nick Westbrook, and then there was a whole bunch of other guys that are on the squad. Now, this is a whole different, different offense over there, right? But I'm talking about what they did to us last year. Physical. They were more physical than us. They were more physical in the trenches. Absolutely. And the last play really displayed that. Yes, Josh Allen slipped, but Simmons was a freaking beast. He absolutely blew up that freaking line. And we are where we are. But AJ Brown was the X factor. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it was Derrick Henry's AJ Brown because AJ Brown was making tough receptions on third downs and he was making the he's making the he was converting. He was converting. So there is no AJ Brown. So this is our this is our opportunity right now to really bring the heat to these guys. We must. And it starts with coaching. It has to start with coaching. We need to go back to the film room and make sure that we have everything and we cross our freaking T's and we dot our I's on everything. We button things up so we can go face these guys, right? Now, sticking on the 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 the, the matter of physicality, right? Jeffrey Simmons was a problem. He had three tackles and a sack that game, right? But it wasn't just that. You had uh, Autry was a freaking problem. Uh, Bud Dupree, obviously, he's he's a he's a player. Caleb Farley, we'll see how how physical and how healthy he is to be able to come in and, and play ball with us, right? Um, and I'm I'm with Harold Landry was a problem. Now, no Harold Landry, the unfortunate injury, he's he's not there, so it's going to be a lot on Bud Dupree and a whole lot of new cats to the defense, but dude. This is the time that we must take advantage of guys that really killed us last week, last year, excuse me. So my question to y'all, and especially in the title of this, of this, uh, of this podcast is what is it that the bills need to do? You know what I'm saying? To, to really pretty much win this game. What is it? What do we do to, to gain that advantage over the freaking Titans for Monday night football? Now, before I get into the details of my thoughts and obviously I'm, we're gonna we're gonna change things up and we'll have some fun tonight but i gotta i gotta bring something to your attention folks because i don't know how good you guys are with putting things together and and seeing into the future and seeing how someone will perform well if you're that person that knows exactly how things work when it comes to the betting world well folks we've got something for you we have partnered with bet us right and you know listen many people like a lot of people use the betting sites right and bet us is our sporting book so you have the ability to get 125 percent deposit bonus when using our code bf125 listen folks this is your opportunity if you think you got it <laughs> go ahead and jump in there 50 bucks or 2400 bucks whatever your business is and how good you are 
If you think you got it, take our bonus, 125%. Go and get it. Go and get it. Now, back to your regular schedule program, folks. Here's the deal. This, this revenge game, and I, I want to call it a revenge game because we, we, we got things that we got to talk about. So here's the deal, folks. When it comes to these Titans, they're reeling off of a 0-1-1 loss, right? Their own one. They lose to the Giants. And lo and behold, the Giants are coached by Brian Dable. Brian Dable, the former Buffalo Bill, he's well familiar with the Titans. He knows exactly what they're about, and he's, he got his Giants to squeak a victory over the Titans. Now, it took a lot of fighting, and it took some back and forth and some, mis, some miscues, if you will, but they established something in that game. Can you guys in the chat tell me what the Giants established? What did they establish in that game to give them some kind of edge, some kind of ability to keep them in the game and get them over the hump versus the freaking Titans. What was it that you noticed and that the whole world noticed about Titans versus Giants last game? Can can y'all, do you guys have an idea? Oh, here it is. Big time Bean said is the run game. It is the run game. They were, they, not only did they establish a run game, but they kept at it. They kept at that run game. If you guys recall, Saquon Barkley was absolutely unstoppable, was absolutely unstoppable. The trenches helped. And I'll tell you right now, man, Saquon Barkley looked like the old Saquon Barkley. And it looked good. Dude rushed for, what, 160 yards against the Titans? The Giants were more physical. They got out there. And we showed some speed. We showed athletic ability. There's no reason why we we can't establish that. Do we have a Saquon Barkley on our squad? No. Saquon is just a, he's a whole other ballgame with him. But when you look at what these guys were able to do, 18 carries, 164 yards for Saquon Barkley. Barkley was nice. And Joshua Thorne, you're absolutely right. We have the better trench, in my opinion. And I think we all agree with that. We put a lot of work in this trench. So there should be no reason that we should be able to I don't want to say dog walk the Titans, but we should fare much better than the Titans did. The Titans held these guys to 20 points. I know it's week one, but it also is week one where mistakes are going to happen and some defensive miscues are going to happen. But godly, keeping these Titans at bay at 20 points. We should, we should on paper be able to handle these, these guys. Now, in my case, and in our case, in the notes that I've put together, what is it that we have to start with and take advantage of these Giants? Well, let me just start with this. Coaching. I'm going to tell you right now, I mean, the last couple of times that the Bills have played the Titans, I feel like Vrabel has had the edge. Vrabel has had the edge over the Bills. It's just, it's something, it's like he's had, these, he had his guys just more ready to run through a wall ready to run through a wall for him, making that gutty play. And it's, and it's evident on the last play. Jeffrey Simmons dug deep and was like, yo, is, my, is mano y mano. Mano y mano. You got to push me off my block, and I got to push you off your block. Who's going to win it? The defense at this point is at the disadvantage. 
You know what I'm saying? We don't know what formation is coming. We don't know what the snap count is. You know what I'm saying? We should have the jump, but boy, did they have the jump on us. Initially ended the game right there. So we need to put a game plan together that allows us to know exactly what they're up to. It's, a, it's not checkers, man. It's chess. And McDermott needs to have that chess piece that he's always one step ahead of Rabel. Special teams, rule book, time management. You know what I'm saying? When to call a timeout, when not to. Personnel. Do you put the right personnel? That's going to be big too. So we need every freaking advantage. And it starts with our head coach. We need our head coach to out-coach Vrabel. Just like we out-coached coach from the Rams, Sean McVay. Leslie Frazier had that boy's number. There was nothing they could do. Offensively, we had Raheem Morris's number. There was nothing we could do. We were the better team that day. Talent-wise on the field, I think we matched up extremely well. But coaching was the biggest thing. We were more prepared. And it showed. 31-10 victory. They just didn't have, didn't have an answer. They didn't have an answer. Now, here comes the freaking Titans coming to Buffalo. We cannot spoil this Monday night game. I'm going to tell you, man, I, it, it, it pains me to bring this up, but the last Monday night game that I remember so fondly was when the Dallas Cowboys came to visit the Buffalo Bills. Do you guys remember that game? Things were going well. Dallas came to our doorstep. We had, we had the... They had the stars on that team. You know what I'm saying? They had T.O. They had freaking Romo, Jason Witten. They had all those guys on that squad. And we, we let it slip out of our hands. We can't, with what the media has been talking about, and we're number one this, and we're contenders this, we can't slip this up. Yes, it's early in the season, but we need to set the tone. Set the tone. These first seven games are not a joke. It's a tough one. So why not set the tone at home? We did it on the road. We went all the way to the West Coast. We let we we let we let our name our name ring bells around the league, so they know what's good. So we got to keep that up. We can't falter to the Titans. We can't. We don't need any more question marks. We don't need that stuff, man. Leave that for twenty twenty one. This is twenty twenty two. We got to come with it, baby. We got to come with it. So it starts with coaching. Vrabel has to be out coached by McDermott. Just has to be. The McDermott has to come with it. So that's number one. Number two. And let me get my guy, Tupac, to help me out. Let me get my guy, Tupac, to help me out. Pac in this bitch. Let me get my guy. To, let me let me get my. Bring out my theme music. I gotta get that. Because if you, if you know what I know, we gotta get that in there. Side <laughs> new. We gotta hey. get that in there. What does my man Tupac want us to have our eyes on? Not on me. What does Tupac want us to have our eyes on? Well, let me let me tell you, folks. Let me tell you where the eyes are going to be once once the time comes to Monday Night Football. In my opinion, it's going to be on the defense side of the ball. You know what it is. It's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. In the trenches. We put a lot of money into our defensive front for these reasons. These reasons. For guys and teams that have run games that kind of strike fear into the league. We got our tails beat down when the Colts faced us, right? Jonathan Taylor was just, this this dude was just running, just, he couldn't be stopped. He absolutely could not be stopped. 
And I would truth be told, I was not looking forward to seeing these guys at all if we had to face them in the playoffs. I was like, no, not the Colts, man, because we had problems stopping and run. It's a little different this year. We've bolstered up the defensive front. We've got Ed Oliver coming in, going into his fifth year, fourth year, fifth year. Sometimes I forget the numbers here. We brought back Shaq Lawson. Will Shaq Lawson be activated? I'm looking forward to it. His specialty is to stop the run, hold that edge, squeeze it down. We need that. We bring in Daquan Jones specifically from the Titans because he was a big piece to their defense, especially against us. Him and Simmons were freaking absolute monsters. Well, guess what? He's on our team now. We need all that physicality up front. You already know what you go, you're going up against. You know what it is. You know who, you know, you know who number 22 is. So we've got to get all over that. So Daquan Jones addition to this team, specifically for games like this. Who do we bring back? We bring, we bring back a mammoth of a man in Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips brings that energy. He brings that dog into that huddle. Y'all, y'all need to step it up. Let's go. Get the crowd into it. Y'all know why Jordan Fields is brought back. I'm going to tell you that right now. We got to be physical. Who do we bring in? We bring in Von Miller. One $120 million Von Miller. He is going to be an integral part to this. He wasn't. He, was, he's been, he hasn't been part of this. But he's been paying attention, and they've been informing him. And I'm sure of it. He knows exactly what it is that these guys got to do to put a stop to this nonsense. Greg Rousseau is going into his second year. This line has to do their job. We must win in the trenches. All eyes are going to be on the trenches. It's specific. You got me all messed up. Specifically on the defensive side. We need to see if that money that we put into these guys are going to, you know what I'm saying? Are we going to gain the return on the investment? Are they going to pay? It's going to pay dividends to have these guys in the line. We need that. Not if, I don't know, well, we'll see. I don't want to, we'll see. I want it to make, I want it to happen. If we can keep Derrick Henry under 100 yards, if we can come keep him on 100 yards, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity, a huge opportunity to go up 2-0. Telling you, folks, I'm telling you, shall I continue? Yes, I shall. So, all eyes on the defensive front. We already know that. And it's going to be like that all year. But this game specifically, because Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, those big boys, and I'm hoping Tim Settle is going to be healthy enough to get in this game. Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham. Fam, I'm waiting. And here's the beautiful thing about this. You have those guys that can hold up to the point of attack and allow our linebackers to roam free and roam clean. No, no linemen are coming up to second level to allow our guy the, to let, allow these Titans to spring, hold up the line of attack, and let our linebackers play free, play strong, play physical, and play fast. That's what we need. All eyes on this defensive front. And if you guys are feeling that, and you guys agree, you guys already know what to do. Smash that like, subscribe if you have not subscribed, and if you're in the chat right now. And you're viewing this afterwards, or you're in the chat right now. Do me a favor, throw me the the old the old bicep, throw me the flame, throw me the mic. If you guys agree with me, 
And if I'm missing a point, you'll have every opportunity to give me your points when I bring you guys on. If you guys want to come on, we're going to do it again. It's Friday night. We're going to we're going to get to, we're going to take some calls and y'all get to come in. Now, I appreciate that, Jermaine. I see you, kid. I see you, bro. Moving on. All eyes on the run game. Ooh, the run game? You didn't say the run game, did you? You damn right I did. All eyes on the run game. All eyes on Devin Singletary. Now, some people might say, well, this might not be the game that we want Devin Singletary. Well, listen, folks. But uh, Listen, if, if you want... I got to go, and I didn't get a chance to do this today because I'm busy with my, with my children and my, my fam and all that stuff, but there was, there was a, I wouldn't say a debate, but there was a, a great conversation. There was a good topic of conversation when it came to our run game. And I believe it was actually truth to hearts, actually. It was in the, it was in the comment section in one of our live videos or, or videos that we, that we did. Anyways, I put out a video on Devin Singletary and why he should be on the field and why we should not be shying away and doing this whole running back by running back by committee uh nonsense and to me it's nonsense i forget you guys already know how i feel about it because i'm of the old school mind frame of having the one back that does it all for you you guys know you already know how i feel when in this draft i thought the 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 most beautiful piece to our team would have been Brees hall catch block run speed all that we didn't pull the trigger we pulled the trigger on more finesse a finesse back in James Cook. Fine. Let's deal with it. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. When looking at Devin Singletary, the conversation was this. Truth to hearts was like, I think the, I think the topic was, you guys are only, you guys are trying to get on, because the topic was, he was almost getting six yards of pop last game. Right? And truth to hearts came and was like, guys, fair point that he was getting six yards of pop. You expect him to get six yards of pop when you're giving him 15 to 20 yards, 20 carries a game. He ain't going to get that. That's unrealistic. And he, that's a fair statement. That's a fair statement. So then I was like, okay. And, and I think somebody else came in and was like, dude, he's averaging almost five yards a carry in his career. So why wouldn't you give him the rock even more if he's averaging that in his career? And he's been in the league four years. And it's not like he sat a lot his first year. Dude had 875 yards freaking pa- uh, rushing, or was it 784? Something of that nature. He had over something of that nature. He had over 700 yards rushing alongside Frank Gore. So it's not like he, he sat and he didn't do a damn thing. Dude is averaging almost five yards a pop. So I'm reading the comments and I'm and I'm trying to to muster okay let me let me see if he's got a point here so i'm like you know what my own curiosity takes me to devin singletary's game lock and i was looking at how many yards a carry he was getting when he had 15 carries a game how many yards was he amassing over 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 that time frame so and i'm doing this on the fly as we do it because i didn't have a chance to kind of really go all the way through it so forgive me while I go through this game law for my guy, Devin Singletary. But I'm going to tell you this. From what I recall, perfect. From what I recall, let's go his rookie year. What rookie year was what? 19? When Frank Gore was, was in the building? Let's go 19. So did he have any games where he averaged, where he was over 20 attempts? So week nine versus Washington. 
We beat Washington 24 to nine. This is his rookie season. Devin Singletary had 20 carries for 95 for 95 yards. He averaged 4.8 yards a carry. That's five yards a pop. And that's 20 carries with a win. We won that game, right? Week, let me see. I'm going back. He had 15 carries against the Miami Dolphins. We won that game. 37-20, 15 carries for 75 yards. He averaged five yards a pop. 21 carries against Denver. 106 yards. Average, five yards a pop. Dallas, he had 14 carries in Dallas. I think that was that, what, that, uh, that Thanksgiving weekend? 14 carries. He had 63 yards, four and a half yards a pop. 17 carries. This is rookie season, Devin Singletary, mind you. 17 carries against the Baltimore Ravens. 89 yards, 5.2 yards a carry. And Baltimore ain't no slouch. Y'all already know that. 21 carries against Pittsburgh. 87 yards. He had four yards a pop, 4.1. So he averaged his rookie season five yards a carry. Wouldn't you want that to give you five yards a carry? Can you imagine giving the ball to Devin Singletary? And every time he touches the ball, he gives you five yards. So Josh Allen is looking at gaining five yards to get the first down. Josh Allen can easily do that with his legs. Come on now. (laughs) Charity Lavelle says, yo, Devin single carry. I'm telling you, man. Give him the freaking lion's share of the rock. The proof is in the pudding. And that's his rookie season. Let's go to 2020. Frank Gore is out of the picture, right? Let's go to 2020. I think Frank Gore is back. Did he come back for the second year? I can't remember. We'll find out. So let's go 2020. So Devin Singer averaged, averaged 4.4 yards a carry that year. So... Against Las Vegas, he had 18 carries that game. He averaged three yards a carry. I'm looking for, like, high-volume games. 14 carries versus New England. 86 yards. He had 6.1 yards a carry. 18 carries against San Francisco. He had 3.4 yards a carry. He had 7.5 yards a carry against the L.A. Chargers in a win. Fam, give him the damn freaking rock. What more do I need to say to y'all, fam? Let's go to 2021. And I, and I, and I hope I'm not boring y'all, but I need to bring this to you guys so you have to, you, at least there's, there's, there's evidence. I don't want to just say it blindly. There's actually evidence. So last year, let's go to last year. 14 carries, 79 yards, 5.6 yards of carry against the Houston Texans. Uh, we go high volume, 13 carries against Miami Dolphins, 82 yards, 6.3 yards of carry. 11 carries, 72 yards, 6.5 yards a carry. Uh, let's, let's keep going. The loss, uh, hold on. I'm looking at, the, that was my week. Bum, 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 bum. 15 yards. Uh, he had, against the New England, uh, sorry, New Orleans, he had four, four, 15 carries. And he, actually, this was a bad one. This is the one game that I can see that he had, he had no, the volume was not good. 2.9 yards a, a freaking carry. 22 yard, 22 carries against the freaking Carolina Panthers. 86 yards. He had four yards a pop. Give him the freaking rock, man. Atlanta. You remember that game? That's when he started to really get his shit together, right? 23 for 110, five yards a carry. New, the New York Jets, 19 carries, 88 yards, 4.7 yards a carry. Give him the freaking rock. Give him it. 13 or more carries. Give him that. It's not even able to carry touches because he can catch out of the backfield. You've seen it. 
a screen here and there, a little shovel. I mean, give him the freaking rock. Take off the carries off of Josh Allen. So all eyes will be on Ken Dorsey on how he decides to utilize Devin Singletary. Now, matchups. It's all about matchups. Some people might say, well, this might not be the matchup for Devin Singletary to go into this game. We need speed. Look what LaShawn, excuse me, look what Saquon Barkley did to the Titans. So we need a little more speed. Okay, granted, this is where James Cook comes in. We drafted this man in the second freaking round. Who gets deactivated? Is it Zach Moss? Or is it James Cook? Because that's that's that is the that is the question. That is the debate. Who gets activated? Who gets deactivated? Are we going with five running backs again? Highly doubtful. I can't see us doing it. At least that's my opinion. So in your opinion, if we're suiting up two running backs, who would you guys want to see? Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, based on the matchup, do you want physicality? Or would you go Devin Singletary and James Cook? Give that speed factor. Problem is, you lack pass protection. James Cook ain't going to pass protect for your ass. Sorry, he just not. But he'll run, a, he'll run a mean route. So do we take advantage of the linebackers in coverage? Bud Dupree? You know, Bud Dupree can't cover. So what route do you take if you're Ken Dorsey and Sean McDermott? My man Sweat says mortar and cook. You got to go mortar and cook and sit and sit down. Zach Ma. Damn. So I see a lot of single carry, single carry, single carry and cook. So guess what? It might be elusive and fast. Maybe that's the route we need to take. But all eyes are going to be on that. I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. We got to. We can't come in and, and just be soft against this team. We got to bring it to them. Right to the freaking front doorstep. And that's what it is, man. So all eyes, Devin Singletary, the run game, Ken Dorsey, on what, what exactly he decides to do. I'm looking forward to that. All eyes on who? Who do you think I'm going to talk about? Because this is a big one. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. All eyes on Kyir Elam. Now, here's why. I think I was making a little, I, I wouldn't say I'm making a big deal or we are making a big deal, but I mean, we already know what it is. We dropped this man in the first round. He's a rookie. I get it. You know what I'm saying you're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to, there's some things you still need to learn. Yada, 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 yada. Christian Benford, on the other hand, did get the start. It's not a bad thing. Sometimes it's just about matchups. And if you know McDermott and Leslie Frazier, they don't really do the whole pecking order, this and that. It's, if you can ball, you will play. And that's exactly what they said. If you can ball, you will play. Now, this is where matchups comes in. When you have a guy like Cooper Cup, that's a great route runner. Maybe you want things to be in front. You want things to be in front of you. So you play a little more zone. So if you have a better zone player in Christian Benford, the Villanova, you know what I'm saying, ex-Villanova player, then you put Christian Benford in because for, the, for those reasons, Right? He's a better zone player. We want things to be in front of him. And he didn't have a bad game. He did not have a bad game. My man, Matthew Montgomery. What up, Matt? I see you, Matt. Matt says, yo, Elam got to keep his hands to himself. Grabs way too much. Well, here's the deal. We're going, but we're going up against Titans. We have a different quarterback 
than Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is more of a statue quarterback. He's more of a pocket passer quarterback. So we can, we can, we tend, we can play that route, the zone route, right? And you had Cooper Cup and you didn't really have anybody else to, I mean, Allen Robinson was non-existent. We didn't really see much of Allen Robinson, but that receiver duo poses a bit of a more threat than what the receiving core for the Titans is going to pose to us. So is this where we see more Kyrie Elam playing man-to-man, locking stuff down and allowing our defense to get after Mr. Ryan Tannehill? Could that be the case? Could it be a, a case of matchups? Maybe they want more physicality. What, Cooper Cup's what, like 6'1"-ish? I, can't, I don't know how, how tall Cooper Cup is. He's not a big frame guy, right? Allen Robinson is not a big frame guy. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy like A.J. Brown. That'll move you out the way. Move you off your block. Well, here comes Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks is 260, wait, 6'2", 225. That's an imposing player. So this is why we got guys like Christian Bedford with length. Wait, he's 6'1", what, 200 pounds, give or take. That will get physical and man up on these guys. So maybe this is where we see more of, of Kyrie Elam, depending on how they view this thing going down. Do they like Kyrie Elam in a more man-to-man man-to-man position are they going to play him more and lock down Traylon Burks the more physical and then we can handle Bobby Trees Robert Woods Robert Woods is a hell of a freaking route runner Teron Johnson will be right there with you now Teron Johnson had some struggles against Cooper Cup but guess what everyone does the boy's a triple crown freaking winner yards catches TDs all that stuff Bobby Trees is coming off a freaking ACL Bobby Trees is 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 first year with Ryan Tannehill. Traylon Burks, first year with Ryan Tannehill. So there's there's not a lot of chemistry with these guys. We should be able to defensively create a lot of problems for these guys, man. And that makes a difference. If you look at, I mean, shoot, first year freaking Allen and Diggs was incredible. There's no question about it, 1,500 yards. But those are guys that are that have been in the league quite some time. Ryan Tannehill is not Josh Allen. Traylon Burks is a rookie. Kyle Phillips is a rookie. Bobby Trees is coming off an ACL. So how much chemistry do these guys have? And I was just talking to my boys with the uh, the Tennessee Titans uh, that run that podcast, Tennessee Titans Weekly. They were talking about, man, we did not play a lot of our players during the preseason. So this right now, that first game we had was pretty much our preseason. So if that's what you guys think you're going to bring to Buffalo, we technically should handle business what i'd like to see more of is what this guy right here is going to do are we going to get to see him on the field is he going to get some touches or is it going to be the christian benford show now christian benford let's talk about that a little bit let's talk about christian benford a little bit and now i'm not done with with kyrie elam because it's still a bit of it but i need to get on christian benford because those guys are hand in hand it's hand in hand with those two so with Christian Benford leaping into the starting freaking position as a starter, whether it was because we needed more zone play, who knows? The fact of the matter is this. He's worked his way up and caught some eyes, and he is now amongst guys starting. And I think that's amazing. And I think not a lot. I think we are looking at this on more of a, Kyrie Elam is, is getting outplayed, but we shouldn't be looking at it as Kyrie Elam is getting outplayed. It's more of, we hit 
on a sixth round freaking pick. Kudos to management. Kudos to the scout team. Kudos to every one of those guys. We hit. Kyrie Elam is still developing. He might turn into the guy that we wanted him to be. But for now, he's still learning. But Christian Beffer is doing the same. On a sixth round pick? So kudos, and that's more of a, of a great damn job from this team on bringing in guys like Dane Jackson, seventh round pick, freaking Villanova freaking corner, Christian Bentford. Look at the rest, look at the rest of, this, of this defensive backfield. If you really look about who we brought on the team as a, as a free agent. Micah Hyde, I believe, was drafted in the fifth round, if I remember correctly. Jordan Poyer, what was it, seventh round draft pick? Seventh round, we brought those guys both on free agency. Dane Jackson, seventh round pick. Teron Johnson, fourth round pick. Fourth round, if I remember correctly. Yo, this freaking scout team or this, this team that we have that is going out there and scouting these players and our pro scout, excellent job with what we have on this damn team. That's a damn, that's, listen, man. Let's go. I'm excited. So, like, I'm not even mad that he's not getting all the touches. Because, I mean, last game, if you look at it, 39 to 30 touches. Christian Beffer had nine more, to, nine more opportunities to get on the field. That's not, that's not that huge of a gap for me. So I see this as a matchup situation. And I'd love to see Kyir Elam really show us what he's really about, going physical and going mono mono with Trey Lomperks, a 6'2", 225-pound receiver. I'd love to see it. Man, it's going to be fun. But we're going to be watching. All eyes are going to be on Kyrie Elam and seeing how and where and how many snaps he gets. Let's keep talking. All eyes on who? Actually, I'm going to leave this one to you guys. Who is it that you have your eyes on for this, for this matchup? All eyes on who? Are we looking at the defensive side of the ball? Let's recap. I talked on coaching, McDermott. All eyes are going to be on how he, how he does with time management how he does with managing timeouts and all that. All that stuff is going to be, and he's gotten better. So we're going to see how that goes. We're going to see, are we going to take a lot of chances? It's fourth and four. Are we punting or are we going for it? Do we, do we feel good with Sam? Sam the punter? I think it's Morris. <laughs> I can't remember his last name for crying out loud. Are we, or, 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 or is it going to be one of those situations where we just don't punt and the offense is just rolling? Well, I'm looking forward to see what coach does. Who you deactivating? Who you activating? I want to see the philosophy. What you what you gonna do? Are you gonna let Vrabel out coach you? We can't allow that. That's number one. So Sean McDermott, get on your horse, baby. Get on your horse. Throw that checkers board away and put some chess boards down and get your chess pieces. Get that queen. Let's roll. Number two, trenches. Tim Settle. Daquan Jones, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, you know the drill, Von Miller, the whole freaking defensive front. Clog the lanes. Do not allow for the big play. We brought in those big pieces for a reason. That's what killed us last year. Teams were able to actually run against us, right? Pound us. I'm going to say it. That's what she said. Pound us up the middle. They were able to pound us up the middle. You saw what Jonathan Taylor did to us. He flipped us over and just handled us. Pause. But I did on purpose. Just to kind of let you guys know that we got abused. Fam. 
We can't have that. The abuse has to stop. So we got to freaking clog clog the lanes and not allow this guy to get past and don't allow the guy this guy to just have his have his way with us we just can't we just can't do it <laughs> my man said yo Rico, you gotta chill out with the pounding man I'm sorry bro <laughs> i had to put it out there just how y'all know what's happening so we we hope to see tim settle get healthy enough that he can play we already know at at, at oliver's nursing a little injury the ankle injury, we don't know how, how impactful he will be. Chances are, from my, from my according to my man Alex, based on the timeline, how much rest he's had, there's a possibility that we could see him playing. If he doesn't play, Tim Suttle doesn't play, then guess what? We see Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson will come in, and here we go. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to find out. All lies on, and here's the third one, all lies on who? All lies on Devin Singletary and this damn run game. Get him the rock. Give him the give him the lion's share of carries. And let's see what James Cook can do. It'd be a shame if the second round draft pick with all that speed, all that that speed, that ability to catch out of the backfield, and all that finesse, and we deactivate him. We got to see what the guys got, man. But I need the lion's share of carries to go to Devin Singletary. He is clearly the best back on this team. Why are we only giving him six, eight carries? We're going to give Zach Moss eight carries. What is this? What is this? This is the NFL, man. If you're not good enough, you take second fiddle. Simple. Stop giving everybody a chance where you get something. You get some. What are we, Oprah? No. Ken Dorsey, last time I checked, you don't look like Oprah. You ain't Oprah. Stop giving everybody freaking carries, man. Get Devin the freaking ball. Sheesh. Every time I think of Oprah, I think of Dave Chappelle. <laughs> if you know, you know. Moving on. And all eyes are going to be on Kyrie Elam. We just talked about that. So what's one more thing that you guys feel like all eyes are going to be on? What's, what, what, are you, what, what are you guys looking at? And I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, I might as well just go into my, if I see something, I'm going to bring it up. But I'm going to go into my last one. Who's covering our receivers? That's what I want to know. They got, they got McCrary over there. Solid rookie. They got Hooker. Solid safety. You already know what Bayard is about. That's awesome. That guy's legit. Solid. You can't ask for more. And you get, who's the other guy they have? I think it's Fuller, what, um, not Fuller, Farley, Caleb Farley. You had Jalen Ramsey. Now, Caleb Farley can't stay healthy. That's number one. You know what I'm saying? He's, he hasn't had a full season yet, to my knowledge. And he's just coming back from, he's just coming back from, from injury. So that's number one. You got McCrary, which is rookie. He's going to make some rookie mistakes. You got Gabe Davis in his third year. Gabe Davis is going to get busy. All right? We already know what we have in Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde. They button things up in the backfield. Nothing's getting past those guys. They're too in tune with one another, especially in this defense. So, like, when, who, who, what, 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 what are they going to do with, with, with Stefan Diggs? Isaiah McKenzie. Jamison Crowder, which I think is going to have an explosive game. Dawson Knox is coming back home. 
playing against his team. The whole, the, you know what I'm saying? Where he went to school, Tennessee. Excuse me, I think he, not even go, he didn't go, he went to Ole Miss, but he went to, I, I think he's from Tennessee. So, I, I, see, I see some problems, man, with these Titans, the backfield. Josh Allen is just too dialed in to allow this defensive front to just get at him. Losing Harold Landry is a big one. That's a big one. I don't care what anybody tells me. That's a big one, man. Jeffrey Simmons is going to be effective, no question. But we also improved our trenches on the offensive line of the, of the, of the, of the offensive side of the ball. Deion Dawkins is coming back. You already know what it is. Spencer Brown has been playing lights out, especially the first week, coming back from injury. It's been looking excellent. Had a really good game. And then you bring in Roger Saffold, which is very familiar with what the philosophy is with these Titans. So you got some physicality coming on your ass. So you got Roger Saffold, Ryan Bates, and Mitch Morse. You got two veteran guys in Morch and Saffold that are putting their minds together. Get physical. Fam, it's all about physicality, man. But to me, all lies is going to be on what defensive back is going to lock up digs. If Jalen Ramsey couldn't do it, who over there is going to? Who? I'm just saying. Who's going to stop Gabe Davis? And a lot of people talking about, well, if there's only one ball to go around, how are we going to do it? We make it happen. Trust me. Trust me, we make it happen. You got your fair share of, of, you got your fair dose of Diggs. You got your fair dose of Gabe Davis last game. It might be somebody else's turn. Who is it? Jameson Crowder? And there he goes. Fulton's out. I didn't even know Fulton was out. Actually, I did. Fulton was out. Farley's the one that's coming back from kind of nursing back and getting back into, into, into the fold. But good luck, Titans fans, on slowing down the pass game. And in order to slow down the pass game, you have to have the pass rush. We've improved the old line. You've got a, a more cerebral Josh Allen that is reading defenses fairly quickly and making up plays on the fly. It's going to be fun. So all eyes. To me, I'm going to be watching that defensive backfield over there and how they manage and how they're going to stop and slow down Stephon Diggs and the likes. It's going to be fun. My man Kyle G., Comes in, I think he's a Titans fan. He goes, Simmons is getting four sacks. I hate to break it to you, brother, but I don't know if Simmons is going to get two. He might get one. He might get one. Because I got to give him respect, he is Simmons. He might get one. By saying he's going to get four, when he's a game record like that? I didn't know he was Aaron Donald. Even Aaron Donald didn't get four. How are you going to put him at four? Shame on you. <laughs> Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. So... Let's break it down again, folks. And then we're going to take questions. And if you guys want to come in and chop it up with your boy, I will be inviting you guys to the show. And if you guys want to chop it up and I may have missed the point or you have a question, this is the opportunity to jump on that. This is your opportunity to jump on that. By the way, if anybody played fantasy and that plays fantasy and you had some players play last night, like, Mr. Palmer from the Chargers, kudos to you because I picked him up. He was on the we was on the waiver wire, and I was like, mm. Keenan Allen's out. He's gonna get it, and he got that last minute touchdown. Mm. Felt good. That felt good. I needed that. We're starting out. We're starting out pretty strong. We're starting out pretty strong. So, folks, this is gonna be a good game, man. 
It's going to be a good game, but we've got this is the opportunity for us to give it right back to the Titans. We need to give it right back to the freaking Titans. That's it, man. Point blank, period. There's no games. There's there should be no hee hee ha ha kiki. There's no kiki anymore. Get to the business. Get that dub. Let's go two and zero, and let's and then let's let's prepare for South Beach. Let's prepare for South Beach. Come on now, I'm excited. So folks, coaching number one. Get motor the freaking ball. Get him the lion's share of touches, catches, running the rock. Just let him touch the freaking football, and you'll see what happens. We 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 listen, man. We put a lot of money into that trench. We need to see the dividends. All year round, we need to see the dividends. We need to see that shit. Kyrie Elam, Christian Benford, you're gonna be watching, baby. I want. I'm curious to see which one of you guys is gonna be the one running shit. Which one of you guys is going to be handling business? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Curious to see how that plays out. Last but not least, I want to see what they're going to be doing over there, man. I want to see what they, what this defense is going to bring out. And I'm talking about the Titans defense. How they plan to play play the, I mean, play our receivers. How they plan to play our, our defense. Like, how are you guys going to play this? I'm just curious. I want to see how this plays out. Because this team that we are rocking right now, very little holes. Very little. We'll find out. So, folks, here it is. I'm going to give you guys a link. If you guys want to call in, call in. If you guys, you guys already know what it is, you guys want to call in with your phone, you got it. Y'all know the number. Here it is, folks. Let's have some fun. Let's talk about it. We got a big game coming up. We can talk fantasy. We got fantasy chatter you want to have. Let's do it. This is your opportunity. The link is in the comment section. So jump in when you're ready. And let's get busy. Now, while you guys are kind of deciding whether you guys want to jump in or not, there's some big, and, I, and I'm, we're going to go through the games this week and who you guys like in pickups. You know what I'm saying? If you guys are into that, like I am, let's talk about it. Who wins and who doesn't and all that stuff, man. I'm actually excited for it. There's going to be some really good games, and I'm looking forward to it, every every last bit of it. And if you guys want to call in, you guys know what it is, man. The link is in there. Click that. Jump on in. You already know what it is, man. Lines are open. Here it is. It's starting to come in. It's starting to come in right now. So while you guys are doing it, I'm going to bring in my man, Charity. I see you, Charity. Give me one second, brother. You give me the thumbs up when you're ready, brother. Charity, when you're ready, give me the thumbs up when you're ready to go. You good? Yeah, let me bring you on, brother. And ladies and gentlemen, my man, Charity. Charity, how are you, boss? Hey, how you doing, Rico? I'm well, man. This guy looks swole, man. You working out? Yeah, a little bit, man. A, a little, little bit. bit. I see the traps. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind, brother? Talk to me. 
Um, I just wanted um to see what you think about um James Cook. Talk to me. Um, I know he had the one fumble, but the Titans are a physical team, so they might go with Zach Moss. That's what I'm thinking. I was. What I do was, you think? I was thinking this. Then that's why I I brought it up, thinking what route are they going to take? And the, the, it's it's more it's more complicated than, than we think because when you look at what we have, okay, so. Last week, we deactivated Khalil Shakir. We deactivated him. Right. So, so then we deactivated him to have five running backs. Taiwan Jones, Reggie Gilliam, Moss, Cook, Singletary. We don't normally do that. We run with two running backs. You know what I'm saying? And then the rest is you know, allocated to the defensive front, O-line, our linebackers, who knows, for special teams purposes. So, But this team is a very physical team. So you think that we'd go with you know I mean ground and pound, and we're just we're just about to you know I mean just use our bigger guys to go in there now. Right. You think we go with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, but with what Saquon was able to do to this team last week, maybe a little bit of speed is what we need. So maybe James Cook is the guy that we bring in, and 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 are able to kind of spread these guys out because offensively we spread these guys out four receivers, three receivers. So like we gotta move these guys out. So this is where a guy like seven, six, excuse me, James Cook can find a crease and get going. But we I don't know what route we're going to take. Yeah, me neither. It's like a sticky situation. I could see him activating Cook because he has so much potential, so much game-breaking speed. But I know they said, you know, McCaffrey fumbled on his first um, carry of his career and Marshall Falk. But when you see it actually on your team, you're just like, oh, no, maybe this guy may have a career of fumbling. You just never know, but you want to. I think they should give him another chance um, and see what happens because he's he just can have so much breakaway speed and open the game up. You know, you put him in the receiver, you put him in the slot. So it's kind of it's kind of a it's a win win, but you don't know. Like, what if you activate Cook and he fumbles again on his first carry? Well, you just never know. For sure, and and here's the thing: it's one of those things where. Um, I'm just going to look something up here. James Cook. I mean, I want to know what, like, I mean, I want to see what, if, what, if he's got a history of fumbling. Right. And I don't think he does. I don't think I saw anything that. I don't think he does either. It could have been nerves. I don't know. It has to be. And here's the thing. The guy was carrying the thing like a little loaf of bread. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you, this is the NFL, man. You got a high and tight. (laughs) High and tight, boy. And they're going to knock that thing out your hand. And, and if that's how you're going to be holding the football, you're going to find yourself on that bench a long time. But I don't think that's going to be the case with James Cook. Um, I believe that they they may activate him again and take advantage of speed. I think it might be a Singletary Cook type of day. You know what I'm saying? And let that, let that marinate. Because if you go to last week, I believe in terms of touches, I think Zach Moss got the most touches. And with the touches that he got, were they impressed enough by it to say, all right, we're going to bring you back again? Or yeah, was it- but Go ahead. Me personally, Rico, people yeah. might hate me saying this. I'm not a big Zach Boss fan. Whole I, think, I think he's a tackle magnet. Like He draws tackles. It's like when he gets the ball, it's like he's a magnet to get hit. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. But he's you, you- physical, which is what we want. You- but he gets hit too much. Singletary is more elusive. Absolutely. So you're saying he's he's not elusive enough. He's just one of those guys that just north south. Big, yes. <laughs> John Harry says, "Yo, Zach, Zach, Zach Moss is boring." 
he's boring. That's what it is. Well, here, here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's it is about matchups. They do like him. They did draft the man. Um, but at the end of the day, it comes down to who's going to produce for me, and does the matchup entail Zach Moss or James Cook? It ain't going to be Devin Singletary deactivated. That's for damn sure. So it'll be interesting. But Charity, I'm with you, man. It's a tough one. Zach Moss did look good in camp. Does a little more look a little more explosive. Um, I ain't sleeping at all on Zach Moss. I, I like Zach Moss, but when it comes down to it, when it comes to production, I need my damn running back that produces the most, yep. get the most touches, period. None of this freaking Oprah business where you get some, you get some, you get some. <laughs> you get some. I, ain't, I ain't in that. I ain't, I'm not, this is not the O show. This is not the O network. All right. Enough of that well, crap. But anyway, it, 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 we'll see. We'll see how this plays out, man. Yeah, can I give you my prediction real quick, sir? Talk to me. Talk to me. First of all, I love your show. Appreciate it. And I appreciate you having me on, so I really appreciate it. Love that, man. Um, I have the Bills 34-20. 34-20. You think we allow them to score 20 points on us? Yeah, because every time we play the Titans, is always a tough matchup. That's the only reason why. You're absolutely right. I like that score. First of all, I like us to be over 30 points. That is, that's for sure. I like us to be over 30 points and I like our defense to hold these guys. I mean, right now the spread is that we win by 10. Are you good with that? A 10 point win? Is that, is that feasible? You feel like, man, that's a cakewalk. We got that. Or is that a little, a little tighter? Is it going to be a little tighter than that? Yeah, I'm good with 10. I'm good with I like, 10. I like 10 too. I like 10 too. I like that score prediction, man. I'm not mad at it. 30, to me, I'm thinking between 34 and 37 points. Uh, for the Bills, I think we just put the points on them. Thing is, what we need to do is to is to get get up on these guys early. Because you get up on these guys early, guess what? We don't we don't get to see you know what I'm saying Henry run the rock. He's gonna be in more pass mode, pass protect mode, and then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have Ryan Tannehill beat us. He's got to beat us with his arm, but he doesn't have AJ Brown to bail his ass out anymore. He's got some rookies, and he's got a vet that's coming off a big time injury. So once they get uh, once they get Derrick Henry rolling, that's when the play action comes in. That play action, listen, that's what play action is a beast. It is a beast. That's why we got to get up on these guys early because that play action won't mean nothing to us. You know what I'm saying? But if if it's balanced and we're not putting up points, right? What are they doing? Are we are we going in? Are we not? We'll see how that plays out. But here's another thing that that's huge to us. We were able to take down the Rams with just four guys. We didn't have to blitz. We let our linebackers play free. So right. we continue to have these four guys just be a menace and get after Ryan Tannehill in that defense. Yo, we're looking good. We're looking very good. Charity, so how, how's it, how does it feel to have the Buffalo Bills being Super Bowl favorites and all this Super Bowl talk? All the Super Bowl favorite, all the Super Bowl talk to me, I, I'm, I'm indifferent. I don't care for it. I try not to pay attention to it. He, Listen, it is what it is. One game at a time, man. You saw us because, we, listen, we had every opportunity to do those things last year, and then we lose our freaking guys like the Jaguars, and we let the Jets hang around before we just take over. So <laughs> we, have the, we have the ability sometimes to let these these lower teams play up, and we play down, and then we look like ass. You know what I'm saying? So if we can kind of stay focused and, and just execute on the things we need to execute on, we'll be just fine, baby. We'll be just fine. If we make it to the Super Bowl like we – we want to make it, man. It'll be a party. It'll be a damn party. But listen, we gotta handle week two first. Week two, charity. Don't be, don't be, don't be bringing up no damn Super Bowl. Let's let's handle week two. And then no, we'll it's the it's not it's not me, sir. It's the it's the media. 
I can't even turn on NFL Network without them talking about the Bills. So I'm trying not to fall into that trap, you know? I feel you, brother. I'm not trying to fall into that trap either, man. But listen, man, I got more calls coming in. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Much love, man. And I'm glad you're back from uh, from the the motherland. Nice and safe and everything, Yes, sir. Just came back from Africa. I appreciate you, Rico. You got it, my man. We'll talk soon. All right. That's my man, Charity. Charity's my guy. I got another one. Big E is calling it. Big E's got no no picture, but it's all good. But before we go to Big E, I got to take a call from my guy all the way from, I want to say, Auburn, New York. Did I say that correctly? You better get this shit right for once, brother, okay? (laughs) You better get this shit right for once, man. Auburn, New York. (laughs) Jeffrey King. Your man, Charity's a smart motherfucker. You better listen to him, bud. (laughs) Charity's a good man. Charity's a good man. Jeffrey, He's a damn good man, and he's smart, okay? Damn right. When the fuck are you going to get off this Zach Moss train? Did you see enough last week, brother? Have you seen enough? Have you seen enough? Have you fucking seen enough of the Utah fucking terror? <laughs> Have you seen enough? Well, right now I'm I'm asking for more Devin Singletary and less of Zach Moss, only because it's just I saw that. I saw that. And then after the game, I saw you last week talking about Moss. That's he come on, brother. Come on, brother. Are you are you he gave him his time? So you're done with Moss? You're done? You're, you're, you're that's it for you? Oh, hell yes. I was done with Moss last year, man. Oh, boy, last year. Come on, man. Come on. Not, yeah, come on. Singletary's Singletary's elusive. Okay. He makes guys miss. Zach Moss just runs, runs into a crowd. That's all I see, bro. It's like, come on, man. This is in Utah. This is the end. F fucking L, which means not for fucking long, man, when you keep fucking fumbling the ball. Love it. Okay? Yeah. No, nah, bro. I mean, come on, man. Did you give up on Zach Moss yet? No, I've not given up on Zach Moss yet. Shame on you, man. Shame <laughs> on you. I love you, but shame on you, man. Well, hear me out. Let me let me explain to you as to why I'm not giving up on Zach Moss. Zach Moss prototypically is the size Preach to me, brother. Preach to me. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Zach Moss is the prototypical size and speed that these guys want running the the rock. He's finally healthy. That's the big key. He's finally healthy. Problem is, he tends to do what you just said. Find the crowd. You know what I'm saying? I need you to be a little more. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. I'm with you. That is why I'm on. You know what? Cut Cut the BS. Give Devin Singletary the light share of carries, and let's call it a day. Let me see what he can give us. Because everything, every time we've given him carries, volume carries, he succeeded with it. So what are we messing around for? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know because I got to tell you, I was highly impressed with him in the beginning of that game, man. It really was until they started jumping back and forth. And my man James fucking Cook, talk to me. We all fucking blasted me for <laughs> James fucking Crook or Cook. Remember that? Day two of the draft? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jeff, you're going to regret this. No, I don't fucking regret it. I don't regret it one fucking bit. You get your fucking shots, you fumble your first fucking snap. Come on, man. Well, listen. Give me a fucking break. I'm, I'm, I'm with you in the, he hasn't done anything for me to say, oh, that's why, we, that's why we brought him on. Hasn't done anything yet, but I'm still waiting. It's still. Well, waiting. no, let, let me be realistic, brother. Let me be realistic. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm just fucking around here okay to be quite honest (laughs) i'm busting balls yeah i'm busting balls because i took so much shit after day two of the draft that jeff's gonna regret jeff don't regret shit okay so for you fuckers out there jeff's gonna regret jeff don't regret shit okay so 
So shut the fuck up. Let me let me ask you this, Jeff. Talk to me now. So this game coming up, we're going against the Titans. We know how tough the Titans play us. Is and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, gonna I'm gonna put the banner up for you, Jeff. Jeff. You know what I mean? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. Like all eyes should be on who or what department. What right, you come on, man. Talk come to on. Come on, come on. You know what we're talking about. King Henry, brother. That's it, bro. How do we stop him? What are we doing? Uh, You know what? From what I saw last week, I don't think we're going to have a problem. I really don't, bro. I really don't. But he's one of those bad... I don't, man. And Shaq Lawson, I mean, Shaq Lawson wasn't great as a pass rusher, but as a run stopper, he was fantastic. I would look for a lot of Shaq Lawson in this game, man. I couldn't stand the bastard because, you know, Rex Ryan picked him up. Right. Thought he's, oh, he's going to be, you know, he's the next Lawrence Taylor. No, there's nobody who's the next Lawrence Taylor, man. There's only one. That's it. That's it. Bruce Smith came close. That's it. But Shaq Lawson is a great run stopper. And you're talking about that four we got up front right now? Yep. With that display they put on last week? Holy shit, bro. I like it. Holy, this is the most optimistic I've ever been about this team. Literally. The most often, because I've never seen them so complete, Rico, where they have the defense, where you're not running these schemes and you got to freaking send Hyde in there to get a sack, yep. or you got to send somebody else in there to get a sack. It's just four guys rushing against the last Super Bowl team and destroying them. Destroying them, man. Okay. I've watched it like three times, man, just out of amusement. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot, Jeff. I'm going to put you on the spot. Put your Titans hat on. I know how disgusted you are you're about to do that, but I need you to put your Titans hat on. You're a Titans fan. You're uh-huh. a Titans coach. You're, on the, you're part of the Titans organization. What is it that you see that is the weakest on this Bills team where you're like, that's where we're going to exploit? We're going to exploit that right there, and that's how we as the Titans are going to beat the Bills. How? I got to tell you, brother, after week one, I don't know if there's really a good choice. Because I'm going to tell you, because Singletary was running great. And then he just yanked him for some reason. I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. They just yanked him and started running Moss and running Crook or Cook, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. But you get what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know what, what you can exploit on this team. I really don't. Because Knox really wasn't a factor last week. It wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, you know, and so there's a hidden gem right there they have in their back pocket. They haven't, they haven't even seen him yet, you know, besides past view. But they didn't see, you know, any of him last week. So I don't know where they can exploit us. Uh, defense was fantastic. Best I've ever seen. Offense is Josh Allen, man. You, you know, you're pimp slapping the fuck out of guys on the sideline, knocking to the ground. What do you know? What more can you say? Seth? I mean, that's a great. He got the angry run of the week. What you're more damn, can you fucking say? You're damn right, I, bitch. I, get out of my fucking way, okay? You better have my rent money, or you're getting your salad tossed tonight. That's what it came down to. He pimp, pimp slapped the shit out of that guy, man. So what, what it was more, beautiful, bro. I, I loved it. One more thing before I let you go, Jeff. One, one All right, brother. So Josh Allen, and, and since we're on the topic of Josh Allen, Josh Allen running the football. And a lot of folks right now. Yeah. Are, I mean, he, he got smacked up a good couple times in that game. He's got smacked up a couple times now. But 
Josh yeah. Allen running. Are you in favor of him continuing to do what he does to beat Josh Allen, pimp slapping bitches and all that stuff? Or would you like him to calm a little down on this running and just give it to the running backs and sparingly use him to run, but enough of getting Josh Allen to be the feature runner? How do you feel about that? You want my honest opinion or you want my opinion as a GM, brother? Mm. You know what? Uh, opinion as a GM. Opinion as a GM. I want the GM hat. You better stop that shit. Mm. Okay, because it was late in the game and he was making runs, Rico, that he didn't need to make, man. We had the game in hand. Yep. I get it. As a football player, as an ex-football player, I fucking loved it. Loved every fucking minute of it, man. Loved it. I'm, I'm like, man, this is one tough son of a bitch. But as a GM, I'm like, no, there's, you know, there's $200 million, you know, in our future running down the field when he doesn't have to. True. Because, like I said, the game was in hand at that point, man. He didn't need to do it. It's true. And, and But that's just the nature of him. And I don't know if they're ever going to be able to control that, to be quite honest with you. And That's just who he is, man. That's my issue. That's well, just do, you, do, do you really take that away from him? It's like it's like me going to Jeff King and saying, Jeff, I'm gonna I need you to just talk nice to me. I don't want to hear any effort. Yes, yeah, Jeff, stop swearing. It ain't gonna happen. It, 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 it ain't gonna fucking happen. Exactly. Yeah, you you and I get what you're saying, bro. It's just if that's your nature, that's your nature, exactly. man. You know. And that's where a snake can shed his fucking skin. We can't, man. There you go. I love it. Jeff King, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff King, every time this man calls, it's gold. It is gold. So, Jeff, you know we love you, man. You, you listen. You are carte blanche. I mean, I can say it in front, but you are carte blanche. Anytime you want to call in and rant and give us the goodness, you got it. You know the number. You know what it is, man. So we appreciate. Uh, you, you're man. far too kind, man. Listen, you're far too kind, man. But uh, my love to you, the fanatics. Let's go, Bills. Give my love to your beautiful wife, Jenna. Your beautiful children, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother. You got it, go Bills, bitch. <laughs> You got it, baby. Get that shit. Get that shit. That's my guy, Jeff King. Long time. Listen, man. I I I'm privileged enough to call him a friend. Real talk. And there's not no over the over the phone. Like no, no, no. This is not just over the you know I mean the airways. This is actually on the phone, chatting all that stuff, man. That's a beautiful man. He's a good man. Potty mouth, and I love every freaking bit of it. So shout out to my guy, Jeff King. Matt Montgomery. I see you in the background. Chill out. Just you chill. I got you, bro. I got you. So I'm going to bring in my man, Big E. Yo. I don't know if he's a woman or a man. Big E. What's happening? I think after the Bills, you know, kind of destroyed the Rams last week, their defense, their offense is a bit cocky, you know? So I think against mm. the Titans, it's going to be end of fourth quarter, 28-28, right? No. A bit shaky in the defense. Not bad in the offense. I think in the overtime, the Bills are going to sweat uh, – Swap the side. They're going to win the coin toss this time. Mm-hmm. They're going to score a touchdown. 75 yards. Jake Kumaro. Jake Kumaro. You think Jake... <laughs> you think Jake Kumaro is getting the game... He's going to get in the game in crunch time, and they're going to toss it up to Jake Kumaro? I think it's his time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see that. Nathan. Big E, appreciate you, brother. And uh, listen, <laughs> I can't even take this serious, brother. Out. <laughs> this is what we're talking about, Jake Kumaro. Crunch time. Boy, you better stop. Boy, and if that shit happens, my goodness. <laughs> my freaking goodness. But anyway, uh, moving on to the next, my next guest. He's not, he's not a new guest. He's been on here before and he's had some epic moments. My guy Matt Montgomery. What up, Matt? What up, Rico? What's up, buddy? Good to see you, boss man. 
It's good to see you too, man. It's been a long time, man. I go into hibernation off season. I saw Listen, I gotta say this though. I what a contract to your cousin. Oh shit, yeah. Oh, he got, got paid, man. Time. He got paid. No, dude, no, no. Uh was that? I said, dude, did he ever? Oh yeah, man. I was I kept thinking that he was gonna get 20 mil a year. And I was like, that was the kind of number I was thinking. I mean, I saw him – actually, I saw him this summer for the first time since he's been on the Colts. Right. And uh, we, we didn't talk a lot of football. I don't like to – you know, I don't want to sure. bring up the Jag- Jaguars game or the <laughs> – you know. you know, I, I gave him a little shit for Jonathan Taylor scoring five touchdowns on us. But uh, that was about the, the, the extent of the conversation. Yeah, you're trying, to, you're, you're trying to hang out with family and just have a good time. Uh, for yeah. those that are wondering what we're talking about, this is – I mean – I mean, the cat's out of the bag, so I'm going to just talk about it. So Matt yeah. Montgomery is actually cousins with Quentin Nelson, the all-pro guard uh, for the freaking Indianapolis Colts. And uh, my man just uh, scored a huge deal for a guard getting 20 mil. My goodness, the money is flowing in the NFL. Yeah. So that's good shit. But neither – we're not talking about no damn Quentin Nelson. Respect to him, but he's making his yeah. money. Yeah. These bills up against the damn Titans. Is this one of those games that got you shook? Or you're like, man, this one's going to be one of those games where it's a cakewalk and we we blow them out more than we normally do? Or is this going to be tight right to the finish? Uh, you know, I mean, the I don't know. Man, the line's 10 on this one. So Vegas mm-hmm. is saying it's going to be a blowout. Um, the You know, it's so hard because it's it's week one. It's week two. So, you know, you don't know who's who yet. So it's like, was that a fluke? I mean, if we had played last year, I mean, we lost it, the Steelers week one. Yeah. And people thought, oh, man, are the Steelers legit or are the Bills not as good as they were last year? And, you know, somehow the Steelers made the playoffs last year and squeaked in because, you know, Indy collapsed. But um, you don't know who people are yet, so it's going to be difficult. Uh, I will say this. I do think Tennessee has not gotten better in the offseason. I don't think they've added a lot of pieces to, to, to their team. That makes me more scared of them. So and I think the Bills have. So we were neck and neck last year. We were in their building last year. Um, so I'm thinking it's going to be – I think we're going to be winning comfortably this this week. Um, I don't know if it will be a 21-point blowout like it was last week, but right. I, I think we, we got we got a decent chance to be a two-touchdown win. I mean, I think it's like – I heard a stat was crazy the other day. Like the last 16 wins, we won by double digits. Yeah. So, like, when we, beat, when we beat people, we beat people. Like, we don't <laughs> – When we lose – We don't leave no doubt. When we lose, yeah. it's, it's tight losses. It's tight yeah. Losses. If it's a tight yeah. game, it's listen. It's not in our favor. We can't have it be tight. We needed to blow these guys out so we can win in fashion. Now, here's my question for you, my man. Yeah. So, all eyes. I mean, that's that was my theme today. Who who are you having your eyes on? So all eyes are on who? Uh, you know, if Dane Jackson doesn't start, I'm gonna say Elam because you know. Dane Jackson, you know, great tackler, uh, knows the scheme very well. Not saying Elam doesn't. Um, so, you know, Henry likes to run the outside. He likes to beat up on those corners. We, <laughs> Josh Norman knows that very well. Yep. So, you know, he likes to run that ball outside. I mean, he runs it through the tackles, and don't, don't get me wrong, but he gets a lot of the yards when he can get the edge and go one-on-one with some of these corners. So if Dane Jackson was a solid tackler, is not playing, and Elam's playing, and Elam is usually press man, like that's – what we've been hearing out of college, that's why, you know, he got – he didn't get to start because we play zone. 
Mm-hmm. So he's going to – they're not going to switch up the whole defensive scheme. At least I don't think so, just for one man. So he's going to have to play zone. He's going to have to figure it out on the fly. And if he's got some early game adjustments where he's not comfortable in that defense, I could see the Titans going after him and trying to pick on him a little bit until he proves that he can, you know, bat a ball or cover a, a receiver or whatever. That's so exactly what I, I want to happen. Like he's going to have to, you're going to have to put his feet to the fire. See yep. what he's got. I don't want to say they're protecting him per se, because it's not a matter of protecting him, but like, yeah, you guys are first round draft pick. He's going to have to get it. Yeah. And they're playing man zone, whatever the call is. You got to be there. I mean, I need, I'm paying you good money. Yeah. Good money to be on this freaking team. So I need you to get it and get it quick. But Christian Bedford is not making it easy. Good. No. He's not making it easy. That, that's good. I like that. I mean, oh. you won't want competition. You want – listen, in this league now where everyone's got receivers and, you know, look at Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes throws it to nine people every game now. So you're going to need corners to cover these guys. You're going to need depth. So um, if he – you know, trial by fire now when the games don't really mean as much and, you know, we can kind of beat up on some teams that we, we know we can beat, you know, we were we already know. We're playing for January. I mean, we're not – nobody here sweating the division. At least yeah. none of the Bills fans I know are sweating. We're going to win this division. So this is all getting our team geared up. We're not thinking about going 17-0. and 0. I know people are already blowing their minds out. Like, oh, we're never going to lose. And no, that's not going to happen. So let's just start building this team up. Let's get these rookies up to speed. Let's get James Cook back his confidence. That's what I want to see in these next few games is Cook get confident again, get him some passes in open space. You know, they're sitting back in too high safety, so give Cook some underneath stuff. Give him some right some little, little five-yard dink and dunk passes. Let him get in the open field. Let him get that confidence back. And then Elam, too, man. Uh, you know, he did play, you know, a decent amount of snaps last game, so it's not like he's getting thrown in for the first time. That's right. So he he's seen some live actions. He's seen some live rounds. So just more of that, get him more confident, and uh, let him learn. Let him make mistakes. Let, you know, the other – people on the sideline teach him coach him up a little bit if he needs that i mean he's got all the physical traits that he needs oh, and yeah and one thing i don't worry about with this coaching staff is coaching up dbs so i know he's going to be fine they do great work like you just said we took a six rounder and you know kudos to 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 him for for getting his work in and, and getting up to speed and challenging our first round pick but i don't i don't think he's gonna have any issue catching up and, and getting up to speed with his team so but, you know, I, man, I think we're going to – I the one thing that I think it might be a blowout, they don't have any corners. And that's a that's scary freaking thought going on against Josh Allen. So, if this game – if this if this game was this time last year, and I would think, you know, probably – I would still feel very confident, but Josh Allen didn't show us last year early in the year that he could take those underneath passes – like he did week one against the Rams and kind of just cut you a thousand cuts. And then finally, mm-hmm. when you bite on something, he's going to take the top off because you're looking back in the backfield. And people don't realize, oh, Josh Allen running, Josh Allen running. Fuck, let that dude run, man. That's why the cornerback's eyes are in the backfield. That's I'm why Diggs him. got past Ramsey. That's why. Him. Let him be who he is. It's like, yeah. it's, like it's like Lamar. It's like, it's like me telling you on a game that we absolutely just kill a team and you're – Seven, eight, nine beers in, and me telling you, <laughs> me telling you to just calm down and don't don't get all out of. You're gonna be all hyped. That's the Matt McGovern yeah. I know. You feel me? So it's just natural. It's just natural. Yeah. You can't have that. Now I want to. Yeah. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I put Jeff okay. on the spot. I'll put you on the spot. So the the activation list. But we deactivated. Surprise to me, Khalil Shakir. 
and yep. what was five running backs last game. So what's the deactivation list look like now? Does Khalil Shakir get activated? Do one of our running backs get deactivated? Is Shaq Lawson activated? Is Baylen Spector out? So what what would you like to see happen? And what do you where do you feel like if you're the GM and if you're a head coach, what makes sense for this matchup? Who sits, who doesn't? What are your thoughts? Well, I would, you know, depending on what happens, what it looks like Oliver and probably Settle aren't playing or Settle aren't playing because they didn't practice at all this week. So I'm thinking, you know, you're going to add Shaq Lawson to that list. Maybe they're going to bump Boogie inside to the tackle position. Um, I think our ends are going to, you know, all play the same. I kind of like Shakir being on the bench to start the year. You do? Uh, Yeah, I kind of like that because I know everyone wants to see him, wants to see him, wants to see him. But, dude, if it comes to, like, mid-October or early November and we can just bust out this little toy that we've been cultivating for two months and sharpening this dude and getting him to understand the offense, and all of a sudden midway through the season or maybe in December we bust him out and all of a sudden that's a new weapon and nobody's seen that before, then I'd rather have that. And plus we're so deep at wide receiver. I don't want him taking reps away from anybody right now. I mean – Everyone plays – everyone at the wide receiver position is solid. So I I personally, yes, I want to see him. He had a good preseason. Uh, he made some plays that, you know, kind of stood out. But, man, if we could hold that in our back pocket, you know, if we don't get OB, OBJ and, you know, he goes somewhere else, then let's bust this kid, this rookie out and let's show – you know, let's see what he's got. But um, I I, th- I think, you know, we keep, we keep the running backs the way they are. I don't think there's any major changes there. Okay, so um, Zach Moss, yeah. James Cook, Signature, yep. everybody, you bring them all back. Well, I, yeah, I don't like. Listen, I, to uh, Jeff King's point, I don't like Moss. I'm yeah, not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm, I'm not on the Moss train. I'm not on his. You know, he hasn't shown me anything. That I mean, there hasn't been like a Moss game. Like there hasn't been like no, a Zach Moss. There there there, so, and he's been on the team long enough where you thought he might have had a breakout game by now. I mean, these running backs aren't asked to do too much. I mean, defense is sitting too high safeties all the time on us. They're not going to break 50-yard runs because they're just sitting back there, those safeties, and they're going to come up and tackle them. So they're only going to get 10, at most maybe 15 yards if they can break a tackle in the secondary. So they're they're not going to get these explosive runs. So I think Singletary does a great job at that. Give him more touches. Zach Moss should be like an emergency kind of guy, short distance, yardage kind of guy, if that. And then, you know, like I said, give Cook the ball in space. Run him, do some motion with him. Get him out as a receiver. So that's what I'm thinking. And I I also think they want to keep Singletary fresh. They don't want to burn him into the ground and give him a lot of carries. And I know you're saying he's young, he's he's running back. But I'd rather keep him healthy throughout the year. Let him get his 50, 70 yards a game. Let him stay consistent. Let him keep his legs fresh. And then at the end of the year, like we did last year, then lean on them. When the playoffs come, when December comes, then you lean on them. And then you give him the workload and give him 20, 25 touches if need be. And then you sit Zach Moss and don't let him see the light of day on the field. So Great that, freaking point. That, that's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm thinking they're doing this because Zach Moss's play has not dictated that he needs to get any touches. Like He has done nothing to show me that he should be getting touches. The only reason he's getting touches is to keep the other guys fresh. He's going in there for sparring rounds and taking hits for them, and that's all he's doing. He's not taking the big action. He's not taking the big plays. That's Singletary's job, and I don't want him to get that stuff taken away from him. So 
That's my thought on running backs. I like it. So we're gonna we're gonna now I'm gonna keep you on this because it's gonna be the last topic of the night. And this is this is the perfect person. Uh I would love to see Jeff on this and both you guys on this topic, but you're here, so you're gonna take this. I want you to hear this audio. I want you to hear this audio, and and then I want your thoughts on this audio. All right, give me one second here. Let me just play this. Let me just play it back, and then that way we can all listen to this audio. Give me a second here. And here we go. For me, if I for for instance, if we have a slant and we have like an over the ball player and like another player in the alley and a flat for me, I can't see because I'm not the biggest guy out there. So if I can't see you, you can't see me. I can't get you the ball uh, and like spacing with the guys. So if you can't see me more to where you can't see me. Then I can see you. Then I can hit you for me. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so that was Tua Tungvaloa, quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. And I don't know what question was asked, but uh, he's pretty much saying that, hey, man, if I can't see the receiver I'm throwing at, it ain't going to you. I need yeah. to see you in order for you yeah. to get the so that's co- that's college. That Rico, that's college level shit. That's, that, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> you if you have to see the receiver and not know or build a rapport with them. And know where the hell they're gonna be at a certain time on these routes, then you're not doing your job with your receivers. You don't have that chemistry with your receivers. You're not there. And I, I understand, dude. I understand he's a short guy. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees never said anything about mm-hmm. that. You know, uh, never said anything so, about that. <laughs> and even if it's true, you don't say that stuff. You, you know what? And somebody said this is somewhat equivalent to when Sam Donald was saying, it's almost as if I've seen ghosts. Like That's almost the same thing. So, like, what you've done now is made it much more difficult for your A, for your, I mean, for your receivers now. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's just one of the, and your your coordinator, like, fam, like, all now all we got to do is, you know what I mean? Like, put the pressure on you, put your hands up, get get beast to get in there. Man, put Tommy Doyle in that bitch and just let him stand there. It's just craziness that he made that that comment out loud. Out loud. Yeah. It sounds crazy to me. But you know what? No. Yeah, you, you can't you 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 can't say that. Uh, to, I mean, you could say maybe to your wide receivers in private, like, listen, guys, if I don't see you, I can't. I'm not throwing it to you, and we got to work on that. But you don't say that to the press. You don't say that to people out there. Um, I mean, he has been under. I mean, if there was a textbook way to ruin a quarterback, they've done it to Tua Tagovailoa. His confidence has been shot since the beginning. He's been getting his ass kicked because he's got no line. And now he's talking about not seeing receivers out there. And now I even heard for the first time, and I was just waiting for it, Lamar Jackson, he might be a free agent next year. He might be, you know, there might be a possibility that Miami might look to him. Absolutely. And, he, and if he starts struggling, the Teddy Bridgewater comments are going to start coming because that team is stacked. It, that it's team a team. Yeah, I'm not. Listen, I'm not hating on the Dolphins. They have a lot of talent. But when your engine is a V4 and you got a Ferrari, you're only going to go as fast as that V4 engine. (laughs) I love it. You got a little four banger in an engine that's that's ready to go. You're saying, come on, you can't do that. And I I, I play play audio just for you because I'm like, this would be perfect. (laughs) This would be perfect. To what? You just can't say that. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like Josh Allen. What would Josh like? It would never come out of Josh Allen's mouth, but what? What's the equivalent oh, of giant? What, if Josh Allen were to say something, what would be the equivalent of what Tua said? If Josh Allen were to ever utter something like that, 
I mean, early on in his career, I would say like he would admit that he couldn't make certain touch throws and um, some, you know, accuracy issues because that honestly was his issue. I mean, and everyone knew it, but you didn't have to say it. He didn't have to say it. He just worked on it. He worked on his mechanics. He did all that stuff. So if he would have came out in year two and been like, or year three and been like, man, I just can't make these touch passes or whatever. Well, if I'm a defense and he's admitting it and I see it on tape, then why the hell are we going to worry about it come game day? It's it's like him saying, like, when I see the guys get open, I get so jittery and I just fire it off and I close my eyes. (laughs) What? You know what I mean? He's he's got happy feet, man. He is. He is. I watched that a little bit on the red zone that game. And sometimes when he's dropping back, his feet are chopping. He's worried. He's got he's been beat up for the last three years behind that line. And he doesn't trust them yet. So he's got. And so I think the Ravens are going to give him a hell of a game. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the Ravens are yet, but I don't think they have a lot of talent right now. So if Lamar can Lamar Jackson it and, you know, go crazy. But um, I want to see them 2-0 next week. And I want to be us 2-0 and us going down to Miami. And just we're in Miami, right? Week three? That's where I think we're going to them and then they come back to us. Yeah, we're going to be in South Buffalo in three weeks and week three. (laughs) (laughs) And – we're gonna, we're gonna. Oh my God, we're gonna murder them. We're gonna Listen, murder them. I can't, I can't wait for that game. But it's one of those situations where we got to take care of this business first. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But it does make you wonder. I mean, there's a play that when I, in that last game where he choppy feet, like you said, and I guess you couldn't see, and he just chucked up a deuce, and luckily. Tyreek Hill came down with it, but he didn't look, he didn't see, and it's not like Tyreek is six two, six three. Tyreek's what, what, 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, anyway, it doesn't matter. fact is, yeah. just, you know, try that against a freaking Bills defense, an opportunistic Bills defense. Boy, you're in trouble. But anyway, I had to play yeah. that for you, Matt. You're always That's a awesome. great sport. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt freaking Montgomery. I can't wait till we freaking have one of those games where you have had enough in your system. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I had that last week. I had it last week. I didn't have my phone on me after. I mean, I didn't. I didn't, wasn't looking to call in afterwards, but. Uh, this Monday night I'm going out to the bar, so maybe I'll, I'll call in if you guys are doing the post game. Watch out, man, because I might I might turn it back on if if it's live and direct, boy, I might turn that shit on and you call in. But ladies and gentlemen, Matt, <laughs> Matt, always a pleasure. Tell wife I said what's up, and we'll catch you on the flip side, man. See you, Rico. Go, yes, sir. That's my guy, Eminem, Matt Montgomery. Always, always a pleasure to have him on the show. Always, uh, listen, folks. We are an hour and a half in. We've got uh, just shy of 300 people watching from Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. You know it. Shout out to each and every one of you guys that are tuned in right now. Uh, if you guys are here, smash that like. Smash that little button. And if you are wondering, man, when is when is the Buffalo Fanatics on? Like, I'd like to know. I've, I've never tuned into these guys before. Well, do yourself a favor. Hit that little bell. Sounds a little something like this when you touch that thing. So hit that little bell. I took it easy on that bell right there. Take that. Take Hit that little bell. And you will know you'll be notified every single time that we are live and hitting up something because you don't want to miss it. Live video clips, you name it, we're there. And uh, we're only gonna try to bring you as much, much content as possible. We appreciate you guys. It's always a pleasure, it's always fun. Um, last segment before we get out of here. If you guys have any freaking I love talking fantasy football, no matter what. Um, and uh, if you guys are asking questions, or man, I got this guy and I got this guy, who would you who would you put in instead of and so on and so forth? Let me know. Here's a question for y'all. So I got Isaiah McKenzie, uh, because we're Bills fans, right? We're gonna talk about it. I got Isaiah McKenzie right now on my bench, right? 
And I benched him for Palmer. I think his name is Josh Palmer. I benched him for Palmer. Palmer gave me 14 points in my sleeper league. I'm part of the sleeper league, right? So I got Romeo Dubs. Romeo Dubs had a decent game last week. I think he had like nine points or something like that. But you know Aaron Rodgers is not going to have two weeks straight of a dud game. Just can't. And Green Bay is going up against Chicago. Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago. So do you go with Romeo Dubs? That's going to get a lot of a lot of work. It's him, Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins, and then you got freaking Cobb. Or do you go with Isaiah McKenzie? That's going to be split in time with Jameson Crowder. And you got you got Cook that could be playing. You got Diggs. And you so who would you go with? Do you go with your heart <laughs> and go with McKenzie? Because you know McKenzie had a strong camp. Or do you stick with dubs because Aaron Rodgers is going to go off? What are your thoughts? And if you have any questions fantasy related, here's your opportunity to jump in and let's talk some fantasy ball. So this is the fantasy talk for a little bit until uh, we sign off. But here it is, folks. Let's jump into it. Let's talk about it. So how do you feel about Isaiah McKenzie or Romeo Dubs? Who would you guys jump on? Talk to me in the, in the chat. Let me know how you feel about it. And then we can go from there. So right now, my bench, I got Michael Carter. And that's another thing. I got Michael Carter on my bench. And it's a three-way. Do I do I bench? Do I bench Romeo Dubs for Carter or do I put Isaiah McKenzie? It's a three-way. Who, who am I putting in? Michael Carter outplayed Brees Hall, surprisingly. Didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. So how y'all feel about it? Talk to me now. I'm looking at the chat right now, and most people are see what people are saying right now in the chat my man said uh hold on a sec i'm looking at the chat right now and people are asking good questions actually really damn good questions real talk my man said yo i think i'd play carter carter over isaiah mckenzie and romeo dubs all right uh yes it is a ppr league i'm in a ppr league so that makes a big difference that makes a big difference. My man Scott Blake says McKenzie all day long. You like McKenzie over Romeo Dubs and Michael Carter. Okay. Okay, Scotty. I like it. But here's the thing with because with, we know the Bills, right? And Isaiah McKenzie got in the end zone last game. I could totally see that happen again. But I also see Jameson Crowder heating up with Josh. I see a lot more heat between those two. So it's one of those things. Will they take advantage of McKenzie enough for it to count fantasy-wise? I don't really listen to the fantasy expert when it comes to my team because, I mean, we follow this team. We cover this team. We know it. So it's one of those. Uh, it's a tough It's a tough gig. Tough gig. My man, uh, Adrian, says, yo, Dubs in number three for me. Dubs is the number three, huh? It's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. I'm looking at it. Uh, somebody come in. Uh, Sp Space Oddity says, yo, I just don't know McKenzie's role to be certain. And that's my problem. I don't know his role enough to be certain. Um, he got he got the snaps. He was on the field enough. But I think Jameson Crowder will start to heat up. That's my big thing. So it's it's a tough one, man. And McKenzie probably won't score again. And he's not a red zone target. Well, he was a red zone target last one. That's how we got in the end zone because we got in the red zone and we went to him. With Josh, with Josh Allen, man, there is no, he's a red zone guy. It's not, that's not the way our offense works. And that's, we don't work it through it like that. It's, you're open, 
or we scheme you to get open, you're getting the ball. It spreads out, man. Deion Dawkins, for crying out loud, can get an opportunity. It's it's how we scheme you and, and who the who our guy is for that play. Um, so I don't think it's like a – it's not like it's you got Devontae Adams and Carr is going to go to – you know Carr is going to go to Devontae Adams. It's just what it is. With the Bills, that shit can go anywhere. Dawson Knox, you might get that. So it's a, it's a, it's a tricky one. Definitely a tricky one. But, yeah, it's a PPR league. Somebody said, yo, neither start Kumaro. Boy, you tripping. Boy, you tripping. My man, Matt716, yo, have a good night. See you at the game. 120, roll 32. Hit me up. Say what's up. I'll be wearing white Gabe jersey, a Gabe Davis jersey. Yo, you guys that are going to the game, man, be good. Be safe when you guys are out there. No bullshit. Be chill. Enjoy the game. Don't drink too much. Don't be freaking leaning over in the third, third row and falling over. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Just chill. Enjoy the game. Let's get that dub and everybody get home safe, man. Uh, and that is the hope. That is definitely the hope. But anyway, that was my that was my uh, my dilemma. My man said, "Yo, start Carter." If it, it, I, he'd start Carter if it were him. I'm, I gotta I gotta do some more research, man. I gotta do some more research, man. So to see who I like, and it's a matchup thing too, right? It's a matchup thing. Who's Carter going to? Carter, the Jets, the Jets face who? The Jets face the freaking Cleveland Browns. So Cleveland Browns defense. Ah, I gotta do some more research, man. I gotta be some more D. I gotta do I gotta do some more research, man. Well, we'll see how that plays out, man. But listen, folks, that's my time, man. I, I appreciate y'all, man. We had a good freaking show. So recapping what we talked about, like how these how this bills, how the bills win this game, man. How do what do we do? Like, what's the focus? Well, here it is, man. Coaching. Coaching's gotta be like that's a big one. We we've been out coached twice now when we played this team, right? First, first guy, first time was the during the COVID year. They just were more physical. They were ready. They're prepared. Their dogs were ready to go. We weren't ready to, perf- to perform with this whole COVID thing behind us. They were. Secondly, they were more physical in the last game. They did de- this were, and we didn't stop Henry the way we needed to. 143 yards on us. We just can't have that. Uh, trenches. I know we got some injuries we got to deal with, but this is why we put a lot of money into this freaking D line. We rotate these guys like a bitch. So get your guys ready and ready to rock. So. Should, are we going to see a lot more Shaq Lawson? We'll find out. We'll see. If anybody saw, <laughs> my man Derek Henry looked mortal. He looked mortal that game. And he got freaking absolutely obliterated. He got put on his ass. So maybe there's a little bit of blood in the water. We'll soon, we'll soon find out. We'll soon find out. And lastly, um, listen, Kyrie Elam, Christian Benford, we're going to be watching you guys, man. I think this is going to be one of those things where we're going to be watching you guys all year. So what are you guys going to present to us? What are you guys presenting? Are we going more physical? Are we going man to man? And we're going to see a lot more Kyrie. Are we going to see? Are we going to go see a lot more zone? Christian Benford. Is it going to be mixed? Are they? Is it strategic going to be one of those situations where it's the hot hand, right? Christian Benford had the hot hand. He played thirty nine snaps compared to Kyrie Elam's thirty. Not a huge gap difference, but they're both getting on the field. So it's going to be a matter of who matches up well with who. So and what kind of defenses we call. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. But I think. Overall, on paper, we're just a better team. I think we're ready to roll. I think this is the year that we just don't play. We don't play shit with anybody. We're just going to come in, fuck shit up, and and pack these guys up and let them go. Pack them up and let them go. So uh, that's the way I look at it, seeing it. And uh, we'll do a pregame, pregame show. I'm not going to give you guys my score predictions now, um, but uh, it may change. It may change based on, you know what I mean, who's playing, who's not playing, deactivations and all that stuff. So we'll see. Meet us. Prior to the game, pregame, it'll be Monday night, and then the postgame right after. 
join us. We'll have a lot of good fun and good time. So that's it for me, folks. Buffalo. You guys are Buffalo. always great. Buffalo. You guys are always amazing. And uh, you guys are no, you guys already know what it is, man. Be kind to one another, man. There's no time Buffalo. to, to hold Buffalo. on anger What's for no damn mafia? reason, man. Life is way too damn short. Live it. Freaking live it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, by the way, one last thing. I got to turn this thing off. For new dads that are out there, new dads that are out there or, you know I mean, you're back into the baby fold. I had such a save today and I had to, I had to give it to you guys, right? So dad, sometimes we forget the damn diaper bag. Sometimes we just do. And that was me today. However, I always have a backup in the van. So I had a couple diapers, had some wipes and it came in freaking, it came in handy today because I forgot the diaper bag. We went for a ride. My little man is going nuts. I'm like, yo, what's going on with him? Blew out his damn diaper. And I was like, I forgot the bag. I'm freaking out. I was like, wait a second. Wait a second now. I got the backup. Always have the backup plan. Don't be caught without the diaper bag and not have a backup plan. So that's it. That's, I, had to, I had to put that out for y'all uh, because it's, it came in handy. So listen, have backups in the other car. If you have two cars, a backup plan. Wipes and diaper, just don't leave without it. That's what I'm saying. Always have that. Anyways, I'm out. So folks, Buffalo. appreciate you. Buffalo. Have yourself a Buffalo. freaking great weekend. We'll see you back at it again on Monday freaking night. Enjoy the Sunday football. Buffalo. We're not playing, so Buffalo. we're not invested. Buffalo. Fancy teams, mafia. stack them up. And we'll see you guys Monday night pregame and then postgame. Ladies and gentlemen, have yourself a great night. Listen, it's your boy. Buffalo. And I'm out of here. Buffalo. Be good. Buffalo. Be safe. The mafia. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Buffalo. Yeah, let's go. Buffalo. It's the mafia. Yeah. Buffalo. 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 It's the mafia. Uh. It's the Buffalo Bills. Hey. It's the Buffalo Bills. Hey. Buffalo. 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 It's the mafia. Josh Allen. Steph Diggs. Shaq Lawson. Who's stopping us? No. Trey Edmonds. Ed Oliver. Jordan Phillips. Who blocking us? No. I don't see nobody stopping us. No. Number one. No one on top uh. of us. What they gonna do in Matt Milano? Coming with the blitz off the edge. Don't you throw it in the air because Trey White and Micah High were intercepted. Von Miller getting sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.